just a quick recap because we are going to start a new chapter today so what have we studied in chapter 1 2 and 3 chapter 1 indicates the setup of the armies and it indicates the position of arjuna who is representing a common worldly man a materialist like us although he is a pure devotee but he is behaving like a materialist so that all the materialists all of us can be helped by this knowledge so what is the situation of arjuna he is a kshatriya warrior he is supposed to call fight for righteousness he should not mind whether other party is related to me unrelated to me my friend or enemy but he is supposed to kill the non righteous people his enemies on the other side but here arjuna is perplexed why so we all fight many wars but if somebody tells us now you have to fight with your sons wife cousins parents then it is very difficult situation so arjuna was faced with such a situation where he has to fight and kill his own relatives so he was very much perplexed so lord krishna very beautifully explained to arjuna second chapter onwards what is the cause of all the perplexities for arjuna and for all of us the embodied living entities on this planet we are thinking let me improve technology let me make it 5g 6g or 10g eventually i'll be happy let me have some food some material comforts i would be happy there is some problem some covid let us have some vaccine and we'll be happy the earth planet is having some problems let us go to another planet and we'll be happy i am having less money let me have more money i'll be happy i am having some disease my relatives are having disease or general people or animals are suffering if i can uh, help them recover from their disease they'll be happy people are having stress let us start some laughter club and make them laugh and that would make them happy so shrimad bhagavad gita bhagavatam all the literature rejects all such theories tells it is totally completely bogus and only ignorant people can pursue and put faith in such things so bhagavad gita and all the vedas and all the bona fide religions practically we sometimes go into the differences without seeing the common thread the common understanding all the bona fide religions spiritual authorities they established the same fact and what is a fact yasyatma buddhi kunape tridhatuke swadhi kalatradishu bhomi ajjidhi yat tirth buddhi salile na karhechit janeshu abhigyeshu sa eva gokharaha so it is mentioned yasyatma buddhi kunape tridhatuke so the vedic sciences explain this body has developed from three basic elements called dhatu dhatu means the root or the basic substance so three elements mixed together kaf pitt and vat and develop this body so if any person thinks i am this bag of chemicals and the connections which are based on this bag of chemical this body they are mine so we have some connections with people around us what are those connections they are based upon body bhom ijidi and this body has some connection with a land where this bag of chemical has taken birth we think that land is worshipable which is called nationalism so shrimad bhagavatam 
does not support all these features, all these facts. So these are, this is the biggest ignorance which is causing all the trouble in our life. And what is the trouble? Thinking that I am this bag of chemicals. I am this body. And when I think I am this bag of chemicals, then I'm very much scared when there is any disturbance in this chemical bag. So this bag of chemicals follows the laws of nature. This bag will get old, will get diseased, some misery wound accident can happen and then we would feel the pain. Just like we identify ourselves with a body in dream and we feel pain and pleasures associated with that body which is but hallucination. Similarly, Lord Krishna told to Arjuna in second chapter, this is the first understanding you get that you are different from this bag of chemicals. So if at all a person is able to realize I am completely different from this body and bodily connections do not belong to me, they are related to this body. As soon as body is gone, all the connections are also gone. So if a person maintains such a consciousness, getting a human birth, he does not advance in the knowledge I am completely different from this body. Let me wake up. Jeeva Jago, Jeeva Jago, Gora Chandra Bole. Othishta, Jagrata, Prape, Varan, Nibodhata, all the Vedas tell, now you can wake up. When a person wakes up, he is able to solve all the problems of dream immediately. So that is why the Vedas urge us, Othishta, Prape, Varan, Nibodhata, Shurasya Dharya, this path of awakening is like walking on razor's edge. A person should be very, very careful. One fall down, Srila Prabhupada explains, and there is gap of millions of years. Millions of years a person, because we don't know when we'll get next this human body. If you fail on the time of exam, you may be very educated, very learned, but somehow or other, if you are not able to perform at the time of exam, you flunk, you have to repeat the entire year again. Similarly, if you flunk now, we don't utilize this human body to realize practically I'm completely different from this body, then body has to undergo changes of old age, disease, death, separation, and so many other physical and mental agonies. So then we have wasted this human form of life. So Vedas are just that although it is anityam, it is temporary, but arthadam, this body is very, very valuable. In this body, you can wake up to your original identity. So do not waste this. Do not waste a single moment in forgetfulness of God. Do not waste your valuable time earning some temporary money which is not going to solve any problem. But simply a hope that my greed will be satisfied by this thing. The whole world without any exception is greedy, just amassing more and more wealth, more and more comforts and creating problems. Today I was reading the result is out of uh, IIT J this year. With much delay it happened, the mains examination. And one of the boy who has scored the top rank, he's telling how he has prepared last four years for this examination. So it is very, very shocking that four years a person has spent in something which is temporary. Four valuable years. If that much effort he would have put in spiritual life, he would have attained self-realization probably. But all that effort wasted. So earlier people were putting one year, now it is it became two year, now it is four year. Then his descendants in a couple of years, they would tell, I prepared six years for that. 
this is how a person when he does not understand that he is different from this body he spoils and increases his suffering in this life so lord krishna gave this teaching to arjuna and all the bona fide religion they are common till this basic understanding now how much a person can understand grasp further knowledge here different spiritual paths different religions they differ some of them are again uh, not bona fide at all but those which are bona fide they differ if a person is qualified only to understand this level they would speak that much knowledge only if somebody is more qualified then more knowledge would be revealed to that person so lord krishna told this to arjuna first of all understand all the problems can be solved simply by realizing that you are different from body all the material problems finished that's it there is no need to waste time in temporary patchwork you do the patchwork you come again in another body and suffer again so all the material problems are finished as soon as aham brahmasmi i am spirit soul this is realized and then if you can realize what is the source of the spirit soul what is the origin of so many spirits which are residing in different different bodies and what is the origin of all these bodies and who has defined these laws which relate the living entity to this body and other bodies so when a person is able to realize the relationship of self or self with the super self with god and engages himself in loving service of god then he establishes himself in positive happiness of life coming out of misery is possible simply by understanding i am not the body now if you want pleasure positive pleasure you have to understand what is your relation with god and engage in loving service of god so how to understand realize this position it is very very difficult how much ever a person may apply his mind intelligence just like a sleeping person he cannot wake up so in order to wake a living entity up different processes are prescribed the first basic principle lord krishna recommended after summarizing this entire knowledge in second chapter in third chapter lord krishna recommended as we have seen thoroughly in detail the process of karma yoga we all want to do certain activity for enjoyment of our senses and a living entity is very hard to convince the living entity that please uh, do not think by working for your sensual enjoyment you will not be happy so work is encouraged okay you work and the result of work you start engaging in the service of god this is called karma yoga offer the results for god you work you also want to enjoy it's okay but result some portion you start offering to god and then when a person starts offering like this then he rises to the platform of knowledge he rises to the platform of gyan yoga transcendental knowledge and this gyan yoga transcendental knowledge is explained by lord krishna now in the fourth chapter so let us see these beautiful few verses of fourth chapter now so here you see on the screen chapter 4 transcendental knowledge text number 1 shri bhagavan uvacha imam vivasvate yogam proktavan aham avyayam vivasvan mana vipraha manur ikshvak vibravit translation the blessed lord said i instructed this imperishable science of yoga to the sun god vivaswan and vivaswan instructed it to manu the father of mankind 
and Manu in turn instructed it to Ikshvaku. Now Lord Krishna is narrating the history of Bhagavad Gita. It is not that Arjuna, first time I'm speaking this knowledge to you, people ask question that Bhagavad Gita, maybe it was applicable 5000 years ago, but in today's setup, we need something else. So Lord Krishna is telling, no, please do not mistake in that fashion. The same knowledge I instructed to Vivaswan, sun god, the life is there on every planet and also in sun planet. Why scientists are in doubt? Because they do not understand what is life. We think life is combination of matter, matter as we see now. How this matter can exist in sun? No, life is because of spirit, which is present now in this material body, bodies which are uh, suitable for this planet. But there are some suitable bodies in water, like that of fishes. Similarly, there are suitable bodies which live in fire also. And science now has discovered there are bacteria in fire as well. So life is there on sun planet also. And the ruler of that planet, his name is Vivaswan. The rulers change, just like the kings change, the presidents change of the country. But the current ruler, his name is Vivaswan. And uh, their lifespan is also very, very huge as compared to the human beings. So Lord Krishna is telling this imperishable science of yoga, avyayam, the material knowledge that we study is perishable. Again, you take birth, again, you have to study. But spiritual knowledge, if you cultivate whatever Bhagavad Gita you have understood, congratulations to all of you. That is never going to be taken away from you. That knowledge is there with us. Now, how much we want to advance, that depends upon us. If you are not able to finish this process in this, this life, next life again, we'll continue from that level. If we want to continue, freedom is always given to us. But this is imperishable avyayam. It is never destroyed. So this imperishable science of yoga, Lord Krishna spoke to Vivaswan. Vivaswan spoke it to Manu, father of mankind. That is why we are called Manav. Manu. The descendants of Manu are called Manav, just like just like Kuru. From Kuru came Kaurava. From Pandu, Pandava. From Manu, Manava. So that is why we are called Manav. We have come from Manu. And Manu instructed this to his son, Ikshvaku, who became the next ruler. Evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduhu sakalineha mahata yogo nashtaf parantapa. The supreme science was thus received through the chain of disciplic succession, and saintly kings understood it in that way. But in course of time, the succession was broken, and therefore the science as it is appears to be lost. So just like Srila Prabhupada explains any medicine you take, on the label, the instructions are given. One or two teaspoons before meals in the morning, in the evening. So directions are given on the label itself. Similarly, Bhagavad Gita itself tells how to receive this knowledge properly. So this is the way of receiving knowledge. Lord Krishna is beautifully describing in the fourth chapter. If we understand this correctly, all of our doubts will be solved. So Lord Krishna mentions how this knowledge has to be received. Simply anybody can pick up Bhagavad Gita and read it. No. Evam parampara praptam imam vidu. So in this parampara, the knowledge has to be passed down. I speak, I am the creator of the entire world, the universe. So this is perfect knowledge because creator knows the perfect knowledge about creation. 
Lord Krishna passed down by his perfect intelligence. He found out the person who can understand it nicely and pass it on without any change. And he told, "Now you are authorized to pass it down." So Vivaswan, again being authorized by Krishna, chosen by Krishna, he can also understand because he is chosen by God Himself. Who is the next capable personality who can pass this knowledge without any change? Then he chose Ekshvaku. In in this way, this knowledge was coming down in the chain of Rajrishis. This knowledge is specially meant for the influential people of the society and the rulers, because it is a ruler's responsibility to help people come out of the problems of life. People in general are less intelligent. The way propaganda happens, people follow very very blindly. The intelligence to question the status quo is very very less. So that is why the leaders should be given this knowledge first of all. So this knowledge was spoken to the Raj Rishis. They were saintly kings, they were saints, rishis, but they were holding the position of king in order to make the entire civilization saintly. So such a saintly king, not like uh, today we see all around. Uh, most of the people, some good people are also there, but most of them are not of good character. so such kind of people how they can be happy they can make others happy so saintly person should be sitting on the throne and to such people this bhagavad gita was spoken so if it was coming now in, the, in this parampara what is the need of krishna speaking this knowledge again so krishna tells sakaleneha mahata mahata means very this very great powerful time yoga nashta parantapai destroyed kala means time time factor destroys everything nothing can sustain the power powerful influence of time so this knowledge of yoga yoga means to connect the knowledge of connecting soul with the super soul with god this knowledge got lost by the powerful influence of time how the knowledge gets lost if it is not instructed to some other person or some upstart he is not authorized by his guru suppose maharaj ikshvaku did not tell anybody now you speak this knowledge further then he starts speaking he is not perfect but he starts explaining to others then the knowledge starts getting distorted so unless somebody is authorized by his guru now you are perfect you can pass on this knowledge you are next guru a person should not become a guru so when some people without getting authorization from their spiritual master they become gurus this dharmasya glani happens the knowledge gets lost so in this way for certain reasons either the knowledge was not passed down no qualified person was found it got lost or some people took the other meaning so this knowledge got lost in course of time the succession was broken and therefore the science as it is appears to be lost krishna is telling so bhagavad gita was present at that time also but as it is knowledge it was not there what is the meaning of as it is as it is means krishna has a purpose in mind the actual meaning if you pick up this shlokas even a word it carries many many meanings and contradictory meanings niyamagraha is a word in sanskrit now niyamagraha means following the rules and regulations very very strictly and not following them at all both meanings which are completely contradictory they are explained by the word niyamagraha now what will a person understand which is the right meaning the word atma means senses also it means mind also it means body also it means intelligence also it means soul also it means super soul god also atma has all these meanings 
सो हाउ अ पर्सन कैन फिगर आउट गुण मीन्स क्वालिटी गुण मीन्स रोप ऑल्सो सो सो मेनी मीनिंग्स एंड चैतन्य महाप्रोज डिबेटिंग ही एक्सप्लेन्ड मेनी मेनी मीनिंग्स आई डोंट रिमेंबर हाउ मेनी सम फिफ्टी सिक्सटी ऑर्ड मीनिंग्स ही एक्सप्लेन्ड ऑफ वन वर्ड्स वन श्लोका आत्मा राम श्लोका so how can we understand as it is meaning krishna is willing to convey some meaning not that i can understand in my own way so in order to have that as it is meaning we have to get this knowledge in parampara the speaker lord krishna he has certain intent behind that speech behind these words he chooses among his disciples so this person is perfect to get knowledge and then that person chooses another disciple in this way this knowledge should be taken so the science as it is appears to be lost bhagavad gita was present but the original knowledge is lost so in order to get perfect knowledge as we discussed now all the problems are because of one's forgetfulness of reality real identity simply thinking i am this body and i have some connections and there is turmoil in some connections or the body and mind and the person is disturbed so how to have the real knowledge there are two ways of it we discussed this in jigyasa also and uh, this these were the foundation uh, these these are the founding shlokas on which that session was based so one way of getting knowledge is doing research as people are doing now now that is you may wonder because research is done by very intelligent people but actually if you see uh, in an unbiased manner doing research is the most ignorant way of getting knowledge most ignorant way of getting knowledge is doing research about something and only a person who is completely bewildered and he does not have any sense in life can waste his time in research to get knowledge who does not have any sense who does not even have basic common sense will waste his time in research work oh prabhu why you are telling like that the most intelligent people they are doing research so that is why we have not come across the real intelligence so this was the session when i heard in my college days and it was very very striking and i i was also confused and was trying to figure out what is the right process right path and when i understood this knowledge i was like oh my god this is so this is so true so the vedas mentions sri chaitanya charitamrita mentions how do we do research work we do it using this mind body system that we have got but all these systems they suffer from four defects four mistakes which are those four defects the first defect is we commit mistakes karnapatav bhram pramad and vipralipsa so bhram we all always come under uh, some confusion some bewilderment and we commit mistakes we commit mistakes almost every day in our life we commit calculation mistakes in mathematics and we score less marks we do various mistakes in choosing our jobs and we repent to oh, i have chosen law i have i i could not come to the right place we choose wrong people around us we choose wrong bosses wrong subordinates wrong life partners and then we think oh i have committed mistake so in this we we commit lot many mistakes 
so all of you who are married <laughs> you must be realizing before marriage we are thoroughly convinced oh my life is going to be blissful if i have this person but uh, the end result is something different why that is the nature of this body that infatuation when the sense desire is very very strong person becomes blind the mind does not work so that is why any person who is completely free from all the infatuations of the various senses he is only qualified to perceive process and explain knowledge sarvam apimam prithvim shashishyat he can make disciples all over the planet who is not at all infatuated by the pushes and pulls of the body otherwise we become mad so thus we all commit mistakes it is very very normal and natural for us the nobel laureates pull their paper back oh there is some mistake in the paper and the theories keep on changing the big big scientists they commit mistakes the greatest scientists albert einstein stephen hawking and all others have committed numerous mistakes and so many wrong understandings they have which they corrected later and some of them are even they have gone and now they are getting corrected so committing mistake to err is human so when it is common sense when committing mistake is natural to us i would have committed some mistake in my understanding in my research work so how i can be very very sure and i can present the result that this is right and this is wrong and i can debate yes you can try to find out but you can never debate basis the result of your research work because there could be some mistake in that work so is it not sufficient it is so simple it is commonest of the common sense because i am having a defect called bhram i am bound to commit mistakes how can i debate and give talks that god does not exist soul does not exist you are this body how you can debate sir there could be mistake in your calculation in your understanding and the simple thing does not strike you that we all commit mistakes ask that person have you ever committed mistake in life he will tell yes ask him is it possible now also you must you must be committing some mistake he has to say yes nobody can be sure so that is why nobody can profess having perfect knowledge who is doing research work because there could be some mistake and this is just one defect there are more defects what is another defect that is called pramad what is pramad pramad means we come under illusion we mistake in the desert sand for water or gas for water there is only gas over there and some reflection is happening because of that and we think there is water over there so we are mistaking gas as water this is called mirage similarly there are so many illusions around us illusion as we just discussed when we dream we think i am the body and sometimes the heart is palpitating and we are running we are worried and we wake up so we come under illusion when we are sleeping we come under influence of various intoxicants and the disciples would give example when there was rath yatra in the west and uh, devotees were distributing some sweet candy as prasadam somehow somebody mixed some drugs in that and some devotees took that and then the devotee they are explaining uh, some mata ji she was explaining that we are riding in a car and we suddenly notice that the roof has vanished of the car <laughs> and we can see the sky over the top 
and suddenly i see my car is going rising high into the sky it is flying into the sky <laughs> so all these experiences you have when you are on drugs so we get influenced this called pramad similarly the world is also perceived differently by different people the person who is tamasic he will find faults everywhere he will feel the whole world is bad this is bad this is bad the person is mad my life is bad entire system is bad and thus he wants to leave this world such a person commits suicide a satvik person he is very happy devotee vishwam purnam sukhayate for a devotee entire world is full of happiness a pure devotee is not able to see fault anywhere he thinks i am the most faulty person everyone is good so this is the vision of pure devotee he is not able to find any bad person on the planet and a tamasic person will not find any good person on the planet so it all depends upon the energies which are influencing us the way we perceive this world a color blind person may see one color as something else a sick person may tell the a different taste of food he may tell all food is bitter so how we come under illusion so how you can be so sure sir you could be under illusion what you are perceiving is not reality dream is biggest illusion similarly vedas tell now also we are in illusion in hallucination thinking that i am this body so how you can be sure we could be under illusion so this is another defect first we commit mistakes and then there is illusion and after that our senses are imperfect karna part of our eyes can see very small band of electromagnetic spectrum vibgyor 400 to how much it is 700 900 nanometers that's it we can hear very limited 10 to 10000 decibels more beyond that we cannot hear so our senses also can perceive very very limited knowledge so all the nations are now busy in making very nice fighter stealth jets stealth means the radars won't be able to detect it so if some person tells so oh, i have got very nice radar sir there is no plane over us so should the person be very happy and satisfied no some stealth bomber could be there it will come and bomb you your radar is not able to detect it similarly our senses might not be able to detect other living entities we cannot tell there is no living entity on the planet you are not able to see and hear that is a different case so our because our senses are limited so these are the three defects and then four defect is vipralipsa cheating tendency we all have tendency to cheat ourselves and others also every morning we cheat ourselves yes i'll get up in 5 minutes snooze and then we understand every day i have been cheating myself for the last many months or years i have i've been snoozing and getting cheated still i cheat myself again so in this way we have tendency of cheating ourselves and obviously cheating others also the whole so that is why we cannot depend upon knowledge taken from any human being because the person could be cheating who is giving us knowledge or and everyone is cheating factually because you do not have knowledge but you are explaining this knowledge to others this social media is typical example of cheating people are stressed and uh, i came across some profile somebody shared and the person is looking very happy and after two days i got to know that she commits so she committed suicide so on facebook they are looking very very happy 
but then we don't know what is happening on their life in their life so we cheat others we cheat ourselves also for various reasons we all know cheating exists so thus a human being we can never depend upon him or her for perfect knowledge because these are the four defects the person can cheat if he is not cheating or she is not cheating they have limited senses they can never be sure i have perceived everything in this world even what we are perceiving we could be illusioned and even though nothing is there we have mistake committing tendency so these are four defects just see how vedas are so beautiful and they tell some people the aboriginals in jungle they wrote this books and gave it to us aboriginal can analyze the world like that karana part of brahm vipri aboriginal is thinking what is the truth of this life so all this plot was given so that the britishers could rule us because our education system inspires us to get knowledge perfect knowledge and become independent so this is how the vedas analyze very beautifully that we are all suffering from four defects it is very very simple and clear so that is why if a person does not have this common sense i commit mistakes i have limited senses i cannot be sure i could be in illusion he will waste his time in research work by his research he can only at best tell what he is perceiving what is reality he cannot tell and we are interested in reality so that is why lord krishna tells this is how this knowledge should be taken if research work was sufficient krishna would not have taken the pain to come to this material world and explain this knowledge there are lot many things for god to do why god has to come here and explain because it is not possible without his help he personally has to come here to again establish the parampara so this is one way now what is the other way so as we understood we are hopeless that any human being can give us perfect knowledge so only other hope is if somehow a person can tell if we are very fortunate god can tell us see this is perfect knowledge and you are able to recognize that uh, god is standing in front of me you can take that knowledge like arjuna is receiving here or some person tells this knowledge i have received from god it is perfect this is not the result of my research work but it is coming down in parampara god spoke to his disciple to his disciple in this way this knowledge has come down then we can lend ears and endeavor to understand that if somebody tells us this is the knowledge of my research then sir we can never be sure of it so that is why the perfect way of receiving knowledge is receiving this knowledge in parampara god gave knowledge to his son his son his disciple his disciple his disciple like that so without any change this knowledge should come down now that we have to apply our intelligence that we have to find a chain where this knowledge does not change so how to find such a chain this is another question many people can claim yes i also come in parampara i have received this knowledge from krishna like that so vedas do not leave any confusion vedas are meant to enlighten us perfectly and god has given us vedas so there should be there is nothing missing in the vedas so vedas very beautifully describe if you have to get the perfect meaning of the shloka that we see here how can we get the perfect meaning so the name is given of these lines lineages this displic successions it is mentioned in many many vedas especially shila prabhupada quoted from padma purana and we also found in garg samhita this very beautiful uh, very clearly it has been given the names of the principal spiritual master and the name of this lineage so it is told sampraday vihinaye mantrate nishfala mataha sampraday means 
this parampara is also called sampradaya vihina mantra if you receive any mantra any shloka without sampradaya nishfala mataha it will not have any effect you keep on chanting you read one verse oh dhruv maharaj om namo bhagavate vasudevai he chanted let me also chant and make my life perfect it will not happen because dhruv maharaj received this mantra from narad muni so spiritual knowledge cannot be snatched it has to be given by the guru that is why diksha vidhanena diksha is very very important during diksha the guru gives us knowledge from the right ear that is a science of receiving the spiritual mantra and in this way when the guru is willing to give he is very pleased the spiritual mantra is received by the disciple and then the mantra has effect in his life spiritual knowledge is, knowledge is revealed and the disciple becomes enlightened in all knowledge and he becomes liberated so unless it is given it is not possible to snatch this knowledge without taking shelter of a guru that krishna will explain to accept a guru in fourth chapter verse number 32 or 34 we'll see that so if any mantra is not received in parampara directly if you read some books it is not going to be effective the vedas are telling mantrate nishfala nishfala mataha nishfala smritaha the same shloka is mentioned repeated in the vedas so which is the proper sampradaya how do i understand that uh, yes this lineage is nice let me receive knowledge from here so it is told shri brahma rudra sanaka vaishnava shiti pavanaha the names of the schools are given just like uh, the accreditation body it affiliates some colleges this college is authorized in a similar fashion the vedas authorize one school is called brahma sampradaya one is shri sampradaya rudra sampradaya kumar sampradaya the first uh disciple of krishna is lord shiva lord shiva started a sampradaya that is called rudra sampradaya similarly another first disciple of parallel lineage is lord brahma and that is called brahma sampradaya one lineage was started by lakshmi who became original disciple that is called shri she is called shri devi lakshmi devi that became shri sampradaya and kumar sampradaya the sons of brahma they also became direct recipients of knowledge from krishna and they started fourth sampradaya fourth sampradaya called kumar sampradaya chatvaraste kalau punsam hi utkale purushottamat so these four chatvaraha vaishnava shiti pavana four vaishnava sampradayas these are the only bona fide sampradaya for spreading this knowledge which are coming from krishna the original speaker of bhagavad gita and of all the vedas krishna tells प्रोमिनेंटाचार्य come in this sampradaya which are those acharyas those names are also mentioned in uh, the padma purana and other scriptures which are those names madhvacharya chaturmukha so chaturmukha brahma sampradaya madhvacharya will be the prominent acharya madhvacharya came around uh, some 800 900 years ago similarly ramanuja shri sri chakre he will come in shri sampradaya shri pad ramanujacharya also came some 1000 years ago similarly nimbarkacharya came in uh, uh, kumar sampradaya and vishnu swami came in rudra sampradaya 
So these names of prominent acharyas are mentioned, and because these acharyas have appeared in Kaliyuga around thousand years ago, so it can be very easily thousand to thousand years ago. It can be easily traced. We have books now. Madhvacharya appointed next person. So these people are authorized. There is no doubt because Vedas are mentioning their names. Extraordinary, powerful persons. Their birthplace, everything. Their literatures, everything you'll find. So Ramanujacharya, whom he accepted as next disciple and appointed him as guru, it is mentioned. Whom he next appointed as guru, it is mentioned. These are all records kept. Thousand years, not difficult to find the records. It is there in the history. So thus, in this way, very easily we can trace which is a perfect parampara coming from God. and thus we have to find the parampara and get the knowledge and for your kind understanding we belong to brahma sampradaya lord brahma gave this knowledge to he received knowledge from krishna then he passed it on to narad muni narad muni gave to vedavyas he gave to madhvacharya then in this way the knowledge has come down to lord chaitanya mahaprabhu from chaitanya mahaprabhu to six goswamis bhakti vinod thakur bhakti sdan mara shila prabhupad and from shila prabhupad we have been receiving this knowledge now the exact count is also given prabhupad is 32nd in the brahma sampradaya this displic succession from krishna so, so in this fashion this knowledge should be understood so that makes it very very clear whenever we are approaching any person we should ask humbly that uh, sir or ma'am can you please explain what is your succession from where this knowledge has come if they tell no no Uh, my guru is uh, self powerful there is no need for him to follow any parampara then we should not receive knowledge how can i put faith because every person suffers from four defect this knowledge could be wrong so only if somebody tells yes this knowledge i have received received from parampara that is why lord krishna he does not need to accept guru but when he comes he also accepts guru krishna balra went to sandipni muni to get this knowledge chatane mahaprabhu is god himself he accepted ishwar puri as spiritual master to understand to explain establish this point that accepting guru in parampara is very very important so that nobody can cheat in future that this person does not need any guru he is self guru god himself is accepting guru so thus we can humbly ask sir do you belong to these succession which come from god himself then we can get this knowledge then we can do further research work and understand try to uh research means understanding the knowledge which they have given not independent research somebody has given us this perfect knowledge now i have to uh do research in his books what is knowledge what is perfect knowledge through him not directly there is one more thing to it so i got the right parampara i have got the name of acharyas i got the person that this is perfect now by reading will i understand this knowledge no there is more qualification required so krishna has perfect knowledge krishna would have spoken this knowledge to anybody so why this knowledge was spoken specifically to arjuna that qualification krishna mentions in the next verse what is the verse krishna mentions saivayam mayate adya yoga proktah puratanah bhakto sime sakha cheti rahasyam hetad uttamam that very ancient science of the relationship with the supreme is told is today told by me to you because you are my devotee as well as my friend therefore you can understand the transcendental mystery of this science so here krishna mentions bhakto asime sakha cheti because bhakta you are my devotee therefore rahasyam rahasyam means secret so the spiritual knowledge remains a secret for a non devotee 
if somebody is telling you i am following the process of gyana i am following the process of karma i am following the process xyz so those people are unqualified only a person who follows the process of bhakti is qualified to get perfect knowledge why bhagavad gita itself mentions lord krishna mentions here bhakto asime sakha cheti rahasyam you can understand this rahasya this great mystery because you are bhakta you are my devotee so any person who is not bhakta and this is not just one shloka if you read bhagavad gita you will find everywhere lord krishna is telling yo mat bhakta same priya bhakti man same priya naraha only a bhakta only man mana bhav mat bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru become my devotee only a devotee can know this knowledge bhakti mam abhijanati yavan yashchashmi tatvata so many shlokas bhakta 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 other processes are meant to take a person to the level of being a devotee of god it is common sense when i understand by karma i get some sanity i follow gyana then i understand i am thus i am not this body then i start doing dhyana on the super soul in the heart and then i realize that i am part of that super soul i am his eternal relative and you love your relative so this bhakti is natural consequence of any process that you follow so all the other processes are meant to take us to the platform of bhakti and when a person reaches bhakti he is able to understand the perfect knowledge so we have to engage that is why in devotional service of god so that is why i humbly request all of you please do not just uh think that by only reading without engaging in devotional service you will be able to understand it will take a very 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 long time so read and the bhakti begins with chanting it is so simple krishna has made things very simple so please chant and realize very nicely and when you start understanding explain this knowledge to others also sweat it out for krishna we have to slog it out for krishna work hard for krishna arjuna fought very nicely for krishna very valiantly jambavan fought for 28 days when when krishna was satisfied his bones were broken he was very tired then he got the knowledge of krishna perfectly so we have to tire ourselves in the service of krishna a comfortable life does not fetch even material success what to speak of spiritual success so that is why this sadhana bhakti tapasya is required so every day please as a matter of tapasya you like it or do not like it do this tapasya of chanting reading every day and then preaching spreading this knowledge